Hey everyone, I'm Jess Madigan, creator and host of the Still in the Chaos podcast. As a wife and a mom of four small kiddos and two large labs, I am passionate about pressing the pause button on the movement happening around me. I believe that there's beauty and power in stilling our minds enough to hear God's voice. I also believe that there's so much freedom in talking about our struggles and our hurts. On this show, you'll hear practical tips and encouragement for the struggles we face as women. Welcome to Still in the Chaos. Hi, welcome back. I am back for the ninth episode of Still in the Chaos. It has been almost two years since I have recorded and published an episode And I really think that it has to do a lot with the fear that came along with the pandemic and just the way that it really did feel like a blanket of fear over me, my creativity, what I believe in as a Christian. And so I'm slowly coming out of that. And I want to share a bit about some thoughts and things that have come across my mind and then things that are helping me just manage that fear. So welcome. I am going to start this episode off with a little check-in. I'll just talk about one thing that went great this week and one thing that didn't go so great this week, just to keep it real. My youngest is going to school now three days a week, and I had planned on doing my podcast on Monday. And of course, life happens, and my oldest spilled yogurt all over her pants on the way to school and refused to go to school with the yogurt on her pants. Not all over. It was like a small spot that she had sat on where the lid was on her seat. And so I absolutely lost my mind and yelled at her. We had a yelling fit back and forth on the way to school because, of course, I'm like, we can wipe it off with wipes. It's not a big deal. And in her mind, like she's eight, so she's getting to the age where those kind of things are a big deal. And of course, you don't want to be made fun of at school. So that was a big disappointment for the week that kind of just started my Monday off not on a great foot. And I had planned on coming home and working on, you know, the podcast and it just didn't go as planned. So I think that's just kind of like a great example of how things are just so unpredictable right now. And the world is, it's just crazy right now. I mean, that really has nothing to do with the way that the world is heavy and crazy right now. But I I think it's magnified when those things happen because there's already a weight of angst and fear and frustration and unpredictability that comes with the pandemic and the ever-changing mandates. So yeah, that's my kind of fail for the week. And there were plenty of other fails. That's just one example. I just want to keep it real so that people don't think that I have it all together. Something that went great this week is I have been feeling much more connected with God than I have in the last couple of years, just because I've had worship playing and time just with him. And I've been resting and not really putting my to-do list first, which feels really great. So that is my check-in. And I would like to go ahead and jump into 
what the topic of today's podcast is, and that is the, like I said, the weight of this two-year-long pandemic so far. When it started, I think that we all thought it might be over in just a couple months or maybe maybe even a year. I think, of course, there was no end in sight, but as far as my thoughts, I was just, you know, kind of holding my breath for everything to kind of settle back down. And once it settled down, you know, then the vaccine came out and all the hype about that came back up. And it just feels like everything that you see on the news and you see on social media about the CDC and mandates and, you know, hotspots and all of those things really add up and they really can bring a lot of fear into our minds that just lingers there, even when we're not you know, looking at those things or listening to the radio or, or whatever is happening. So that's really gotten me the last couple of years. And I think that's why one of the reasons I had to press pause on my, on my podcast, I, you know, I had the four kids at home and there was no real sense of quiet at all. And I lost sight of positivity and hope. Really, I was really in a mindset of like, when is Jesus coming? I feel like this is the end, really. And now that it's been (laughs) almost two years, I'm like, it's actually, it's not the end quite yet. So I am, I'm here and I'm excited to talk more about the struggles and the reality that is living in this pandemic, raising kids in the pandemic, and just navigating life in general. It's really, really hard right now. It doesn't even feel safe or comfortable or you know, enjoyable to go in to the grocery store and get food right now. It just feels cold and isolated and people don't want to talk. And where is the joy? You know, where is the connection that we all need and desire? Especially as moms, I think, you know, a lot of schools or classes have had to quarantine lately. And that really, for me, I mean, my daughter was quarantined the week before Christmas. And the week before that, we were stuck with the flu. We had driven to Disney World, got there, and we all got the flu. So all but one of us had to skip out on Disney World. Thankfully, my my parents were there and my grandparents were there. So my son got to go and have fun with them, play an only child role. <laughs> so the fear just, it feels like it's radiating more than the truth and the light of God's word in this world. And I feel like it's very rare nowadays to go into a store or see someone in public and actually get a smile or a wave from a stranger. And so I was feeling really frustrated about that. But then I realized I, am I being the light? Am I, am I doing that for other people? Or am I just expecting that from them? So I've tried to shift that a little bit for myself, you know, on my way to drop off the kids from school, if I see somebody trying to turn out, I always slow down and or try to always slow down and let them out. And just little things like that can brighten a person's day. And it's not just to brighten their day. It's also brightening my day because I know I helped somebody. I think there's a lot of power in that. Even the little things, I mean, you don't know if that person is going to have any joy in their day. They might be going to a job that they hate they might be in an abusive situation. You never know what struggles someone is facing. So if you can just do one thing for somebody else to just put a smile on their, on their face, you know, 
do the drive-through challenge where you pay for the person behind you or, or whatever it is to just brighten someone else's day. I think that can definitely help you experience more joy and more hope and be the light in this dark, dark world right now. Some of the truth from God's word is really, really, you know, all of it is true and powerful. And I think we, a lot of us have lost sight of that. So I just want to share a little bit about how in the past two years, fear has kept me from experiencing joy and living my best life. I really was feeling kind of angry with myself and with God, you know, my deal with him, which sounds so silly. (laughs) You know, after we had two kids, I was like, this is easy. I think I can do a couple more. We're right now just kind of coming up for air. And the last two years, you know, has been survival for us. And it still is survival some days, but we go through weeks where things are great and we've got it all under control. And we, of course, there's bad days, but the last two years have been really, really rough for us. We've been kind of stuck at home with four kids. We don't have a basement and we don't have a place for them just to go and play without closed doors. We don't have a silent space to be without them in our house. It's really difficult for me to even do Zoom calls or connect with my church group uh, without interruptions. So that's been really difficult. And on that note, I really do think that it's important to have a group of women. And if you're a guy, like a group of guys, especially in the same belief system as you that can connect and talk about life struggles. And I think that one, we shouldn't go through our struggles alone, but two, we go through our struggles for a purpose. That's one thing that I have learned in the last several years of becoming a Christian and learning about faith and like seeing how the Holy Spirit has moved in my life. I didn't go through everything that I've gone through just so that I could get to the other side. I've learned, you know, tactics and tools and, you know, gained those things so that I can share them with other people who are struggling right now, who, you know, are just starting to face those challenges that I faced five years ago. And that's one of the reasons I love the fact that I can podcast. I really want to share what I've learned with the world, with moms who are struggling, you know, in the postpartum phase or or struggling with anxiety and depression. And on that note, if you are struggling with anxiety and depression, and I was in such denial when I first was, because I thought that could never happen to me. And that's something that you can control. And, you know, somebody who's struggling with anxiety and or depression is self-sabotaging and playing the victim and things like that. But I have come to realize that it's not just that. There's so many different factors that play into mental health that I think it's really, really important, if not more important than any other thing that you can do for your health is to take care of your mental health. I can remember several years ago being a complete momster, momster, you know, being like the yelling mom, the anxiety ridden mom. And this was even before COVID. And I, like my husband was so kind about it. He would gently tell me, you know, I think you might need to like talk to somebody about this. And I was so in denial. Like I thought everybody else was the problem. But one day I realized, I think I need to get help. 
So I did. So I went to the doctor and I cried in her office and I didn't know her very well, but I just couldn't help it. I just said, I think I need help. I don't, I don't think I'm okay. And I've been having dark, really dark thoughts. And she said, you know, I'm really glad that you came and it's really important for your family to take care of your, of your mental health so that you can be the best mom, be the best wife, be the best self for yourself and for your family. And it really did change a lot for me. I realized, you know, whatever I'm radiating, my family's going to feel. And if I'm radiating, yelling, negativity, that's what they're going to radiate. It's going to be a fight fest. I have had to bump up my medication over the last couple of years, a couple times, just because of the weight of the anxiety and the weight of the fear and the weight of the depression. And sometimes it's seasonal and sometimes it's situational. But I think it's, I think it's really, really valuable and important to pay attention and kind of assess where you are almost on a daily basis, just to see, you know, check in with yourself, ask yourself, how am I doing today? Have I been exploding on people around me that I love for no reason, or just, you know, a little bit more intensely than I know I should be. And in that, like, then you can analyze what can I do for myself today that will help me be a better mom, a better wife, or just show up to the people that I love more genuinely, more authentically, and more calmly. The last thing that we need right now, the last thing your family needs, the last thing you know that your loved ones need is to feel uncomfortable in their own house, uncomfortable in their own skin. And I think more than anything, we just need to support each other. And in order to do that, we have to give ourselves a ton of grace because there's so much pressure to be a certain way. And I, I think of Instagram as soon as I as soon as I think about the pressure and the comparison that there is to be a certain way or be a good mom, I think about, you know, what we see on our newsfeed. We scroll through and we see a beautiful picture of a mom with their kids or I think, you know, there are certain pages that have gotten really good about sharing real content like motherly and and other other handles. They've been I think progressively growing and I think it's really important to pay attention to who you're following, what kind of content you're following because if you are following those perfectionistic minded pages, you're going to get off of Instagram and you're going to feel bad about yourself because it's not realistic. They show you the highlight reel and then you feel depressed when you get off there because, oh my gosh, I have this huge pile of laundry and my family isn't perfect and my husband and I are fighting and my car didn't start this morning and it's snowing outside and I don't have any support right now. And then you you hyper-focus on the things that you don't have. And so, like I said, I just encourage you to focus on the truth the truth that you are a good mom, you are a good parent, and you are a good spouse. If you have a spouse, really soak that in. You know, we all mess up. We're all human. There is not one person in this world that is perfect or even close to it. The people that look perfect on Instagram, they're hiding stuff. They're hiding all their insecurities and you know, the things that they don't feel good about themselves about. How to be a light. I did touch on this a little bit, but like I said, smile at somebody, wave at somebody, a stranger, you know, like let somebody out in front of you instead of rushing up ahead of them and hoping that they don't see you or 
offer to help a stranger. I saw somebody at Costco yesterday and he was putting his battery in, but I thought he was trying to jump his battery. And I rolled my window down. I said, do you need a jump? And he said, oh, no, thanks. I'm just installing a new battery. But he smiled ear to ear like he saw. I felt like I hadn't seen somebody do that in a really long time, like offer to help somebody. I feel like the fear of getting sick and spreading disease and stuff, that's kept us from being the light. Like that, it shouldn't. It absolutely shouldn't. We can still find ways to love one another and show God's love to other people. Other ways to be a light, pay for the person's order behind you. I said that already. Go to church and experience the power of worship in a congregation. I know for some people this is scary with COVID, but there are, you know, you can watch church online. You can go in person and wear a mask and be socially distanced, but there is nothing that can beat the in-person power of worshiping God and feeling the Holy Spirit in a congregation full of believers. It is just, there's nothing more powerful than that, in my opinion. I get clarity when I go there. I get, you know, filled up with the Holy Spirit and I get goosebumps a lot of times. Like I can go in with a lot of baggage and come out feeling hopeful and filled up and ready to hand my troubles over to God and trust that he's going to take care of my family and me and all that we struggle with right now. And being connected in a, in a connect group, like I said, like that re- has really, really helped me just feel not alone. And that's what this podcast is all about. I really want to create a community of people, of moms who on a daily basis feel alone. You feel alone when you're doing laundry. You feel alone when you're laying on the couch feeling guilty about not doing something that you should be doing, quote unquote. You know, you feel alone when you're giving your toddler too much screen time because you're depressed and you need to take a nap. And you're not alone. I'm here to tell you that you are one of hundreds of thousands of women who are struggling with the same thing. And we're in this together. So with that, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you subscribe and I hope that you're leaving today with a little bit more hope and a little bit more comfort and just knowing that you're not alone and we're in this together. So I will catch you guys in my next episode in two weeks. Thanks so much.